Welcome back to another episode of the Vince Del Monte Podcast. This is Adrian here. We are hosting a very special guest today, our friend Dan. Dan is a father of three, married 10 years, business owner, and has every reason in the world to not engage in a process of transformation, and yet he's done it. We've posted Dan's uh, transformation photo on our Instagram, at Men of Bedrock this morning. We'd encourage you to go check that out. What I love about this story is this is a real guy with real kids and a real mortgage and real busyness and all the things, <laughs> and he's done it. And so we're happy, and we hope you enjoy our conversation with Dan. Welcome back to another episode of the Vince Del Monte Podcast. This is Adrian, Vince's brother. These are my absolute favorite episodes because we get to talk to real people doing real things with real kids and real marriages with real jobs, not... Uh, just the social media world that, that sometimes I feel like I'm living in all the time. And today we're talking to Dan. Dan, welcome. And thank you for inviting me on. It's going to be great, man. Dan, Dan and I are like, what's our background? We, Dan has joined our program. He's gone through almost a whole year, which has been fantastic. Yeah. But our story together is actually quite funny. We connected through Instagram, I think. So I, I think there are uh, a few passive post that I saw and um, maybe it was December of last year. So around this time last year, but I saw you post something about an indoor soccer uh, game you were playing and you were, you know, showing up students there. And I, I recognized the <laughs> gymnasium right away. But I think that's Bishop Allen. I don't know if I can, can I say the school yeah, name? You can say it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. And that's of course where I, where I went, um, you know, over 20 years ago. So uh, sure enough, it was, and we, we got to chatting that way. Yeah, yeah, it was so cool, right? Like I posted because I was working at at BA at that time, and then you were, <laughs> you had gone to Bishop Allen, so it was it was this great connection. And then it turned out actually, we started playing the game of what's where where do you live, who do you know, mm -hmm. and it turns out that our sons, your oldest and my youngest, are in the same grade at the same school, and so we were we were kind of in similar lives like young kids you know growing businesses we, all the things yeah we probably passed each other with our kids yeah. doing things in the neighborhood <laughs> and wouldn't have you know wouldn't have known for sure yeah, yeah yeah dan tell us about a bit about yourself what do you do your family uh, yeah i'm a father of three our eldest is uh six and we have uh two daughters at four and two um i own and operate a small family business in the GTA and, and waste management uh, called Junk Out, uh, which is the next piece. I'm, I'm happily married, coming on 10 years from January. Yeah, and we have a very, very full life, as as you know, with three yourself. <laughs> yeah, man. Let me ask you, I, I remember, you know, when we first started chatting, we were forming a friendship and, and it was kind of like we invited you out to work out. I, I'm curious, a year ago, like where were you? say a year ago fitness wise family habits wise so i i would always kind of understood that i i i don't know if it's a self-diagnosed adhd but i tend to be very busy in my mind and my as a result my orderliness and discipline um kind of suffer so although i have you know a business that keeps me busy and the demand keeps me physical and the family life does as well um any engagement i'd had in working out um, would be short-lived. Uh, and I never really got in, into it other than really working 
through my, my job. I tried, um, I never actually told you this, but about a year prior, I did try like, um, a 75 hard solo. Yeah. And I, I did it with, you know, basic equipment that I had, um, come across from work and in my garage. And it was, it was a good effort and I like, I enjoyed it, but, um, I was kind of doing it entirely solo without any engagement with, you know, community. So, uh, it was difficult. Did, did you do it? Did you finish it? 75 hard, Dan? No, 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 no. I, I mean, <laughs> by, by the time I got midway through it, maybe by 30 days, like the hydration piece of it, the reading, the, you know, committing to two a day, I, I, I do it, but then I, I knew it was, you know, cheating myself when I was just getting a walk in and calling that a workout or, you know, um, cutting a workout short to 30 minutes because I just couldn't. Yeah. And then my kids were, you know, one, three, and five. So there was, it was the absolute unideal time to try to challenge myself that way. But I knew I needed to find another gear to just be a more stoic and available father to my, my kids and to my, my wife. Stay, say more about stoic because, you know, one of the things that I think we've observed, our program is not necessarily just get ripped. We have to use transformation mm -hmm. photos because people understand a little bit of before and after, but it doesn't tell the whole story. As as you're thinking about the after, the destination you were chasing, you put stoicism or being, well, how would you define that? that that's an interesting word to me. Yeah, uh, I think it's, perhaps it's the, the ability to maintain a moderate, emotional level amidst any you know storm that, that comes your way on a personal front on a business front that your children might bring to you that your wife might bring to you um just having a, a really solid center point to not necessarily not feel because if, if anything if i'm honest with myself i i now feel because i'm more engaged in my body in in, in my mind and knowing myself when i feel irritated it's almost like a, a fuller sensation of that and mm, it's like can be more visceral yeah but i can also um acknowledge what what is required of me in that moment to let that kind of move through me without being subject to it and it's always a moving target and i often fail at it but i'm growing so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well okay so then how does how you know over the last year you've you've normalized fitness you've mm -hmm. you're working out you and i are lifting five times a week now together. And what's great actually is although we're up to five, our coach has shortened Ryan has shortened the workouts. So we're in and out a little quicker, which, yeah, which feels better, nice. but you've gone from, okay, I couldn't stick with it a little bit. I wanted to do more to, to normalizing uh, fitness as part of your, just like routine. What do you, what do you attribute that change to? Just building solid habits. Like now it's, yeah. it's an itch. If I go a couple of days without, you know, moving my body in a way that benefits me on a holistic level, then, then something's off. And then I, I find a way to do it, whether it's walking or if I can't get to a gym, just mashing up pushups at home and, um, just being a lot more mobile. And with that comes more energy to, you know, manage dinner time and the bedtime routine and more, more capacity at work that like my, my job itself, we do demolition and junk removal can be physically demanding. Now the same task that would have you know knocked knocked me out or been a lot more difficult on my body to recover i find i'm of course more able-bodied to uh to just 
manage it the next day and repeat. Yeah, yeah. Those those habits, you know, you know, part of it is willpower. You you getting a vision for yourself, this vision of I'm going to be more stoic. My family needs me to be more emotionally regulated. Can I ask what role sort of the group has played, you know, being part of a community in developing those habits? Sure, yeah. Um, the Telegram group chat, that format is fantastic because off the bat, there's a commitment in joining to uh, posting your results and tracking them daily. And in so doing, everyone else in the group is doing the same. And just that alone is, it keeps it top of mind for you. Okay. You know, what does my nutrition look like tomorrow? Okay. I have to make sure I've packed lunch. What does my hydration look like? Am I moving? How am I moving? And then when, you know, on, on top of that, when everyone is chiming in, sharing a win or a challenge or asking a question, it engages you on, on a further level to contribute, uh, when you need to and feel, you know, compelled to, which, which I often do. I really like that, that fact of it. Perhaps I overly share or contribute sometimes, but, um, <laughs> never, 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 never. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's great. It's, it's really, really nice. Um, and then yeah. it's also nice to just know, okay, I'm, I'm not alone in feeling that way about, you know, dynamics of family and, and private and personal life, I should say, rather than private. It's great, Dan. Now, one of the things that I do think, you know, you've done really, really well in the program, and I want to affirm you is a lot of a lot of the guys are good at the physical side, right? The, the fitness, the nutrition, uh, embracing accountability around that. One of the challenges, and we think, I mean, I think it's the culmination of the program is building a family mission statement. This is something that happens at the end of our second phase, although sometimes it bleeds into the third. And, you know, it's something that some of the guys see value in, some don't. You and and your wife have sort of developed this mission statement. Can you talk a little bit about how you did it and what value it serves for your family? It's so difficult to find the time and mental energy to do with Mm -hmm. the stage of life that we're at. And also so critical because if we don't, we're both, you know, keen enough to know, okay, well, I, time has just passed. And yes, we're surviving and our kids are well cared for and loved, but where, where are we going? Like, what's going on? Put it this way. When, when I see my six year old or four year old engaging with other family members that aren't ourselves or even with one another and they're, you know, practicing genuine curiosity for how the other's doing or what's on their mind, how they're feeling or looking to, help someone in, 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 you know, a generous way. We're like, Oh, great. You know, they're, they're picking up what, what we're trying to implement at home. And I don't know. Did that answer your question? I think so. I, I, I think so. <laughs> well, am I being confusing today? Dan? No, What's you up? are not. Um, my business line, I mean, I've shut it off and put it on silent, but the problem is it's vibrating and it's thrown me off. So I'm throwing it in another part of the room. Excuse me. No, but th- this is, this is probably, <laughs> a perfect example of why dads struggle to commit to a process of self-development. It feels like life is too busy. You had every single reason, Dan, not to join mm-hmm. um, a, a, a program. You you run a business. You have three young children. You You have a lot on your plate. Maybe I could ask this, like, why then? Why then would you have joined a coaching program? Yeah, it's a great question. I think anyone that's serious about you know, business, whether it's for self or working and being the best they can be. I've, I've always acknowledged and known, yes, I have to work on myself and build my level of 
self-confidence and self-love. And up till now in my life, I've, I've kind of done that independently and with my, my closer sort of silos and like people close to, close to me. Um, but then you, you realize that there's a lot of benefit in like trying to build a community that are striving for exactly what you're trying to do. I, I found you and I were talking before we started recording. A lot of guys, you know, they, they don't want their buddies to know that they're part of a, I don't know, a, a, a support group or I, I mean, I guess that's how guys, like, what you're like, what, why do you need help? So to speak, mm-hmm. how, how, how would you respond to that? And you've always been an advocate of coaching and, and for your business, personal life, like sure. what, what would, what would make you say that, that, yeah, like this is really good. This would be good for you. I, the, the second part of that is, I think, easy to, to know. It's, I think guys are often encouraged. There's this like, you know, general wave in society that, you know, to be a man and masculine means to, you know, weather all storms and shoulder it all yourself and just, you know, bear it, like bear it, just figure it out, do it yourself. Yeah. And, that's yeah. always true. That's always going to be true whether you surround yourself with good people or you're in on completely on your own. At the end of the day, it is yourself and the, the problem or issue in front of you, which, you know, you can either fight or flight from. And with the benefit to sharing that with a group is, you know, the accountability piece is huge. Not only have I vocalized and said and thought to myself that I'm doing it, I've actually put it to words. I've said it either on a Telegram or Zoom call and, uh, the other, other people are aware of it. So, you know, I'm not going to let them down. I'm not going to let myself down. Um, yeah. That's a huge, huge piece. But why, why people don't or have a reluctance to it? Probably, at, I think most people are scared and are fearful of growth and change. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a fear that they're, they're maybe, um, unwilling to, to meet. I'm trying to think what's what what is it a fear of a fear of having to commit a fear of having to be uncomfortable I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to identify why why there's this maybe it's a stubbornness it's like a stubbornness to say like no I can do it by myself and the fear is admitting you can't <laughs> yeah. like, what would it look like to let somebody into your struggle? And what's interesting when we lift in the gym, Dan, mm-hmm. neither of us is like afraid to let the other see our weakness. It's kind of like, that's what you're lifting. It actually raises us up when I see I'm not a great deadlifter. You are. So I'm like, Oh man, is he lifting that? That raises me up. I'm not like afraid of, of how you're going to perceive me. And so I'm wondering why maybe that's a mindset that we can adopt. It's not a, it's not a fear that, you're not doing well enough. It's a fear it, it, or it's a possibility perhaps that you could be doing even better. I don't know. Does that resonate at all? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because yeah. with, with that comes growth and with growth comes some level of death to uh, your version of self, which existed in the past. So there, there's, there's a, a lot of layered change that happens there. And typically, you know, we're creatures of comfort and not of change, but sometimes change is necessary. Especially, yeah. yeah. Tell me as we wrap up here. Um, maybe we've covered some of them, but what are your top two sort of like best things that have happened to you and your family as a result of this commitment to to change? Having a top two, having a very clear 
image in my mind's eye on the kind of father I want to be for my children. I like I've always known that, but the habits forming and actualizing, you know, the you know how present I am with them um, makes me realize that I want to continue fostering their development and being stable uh, for them. And another is, is, you know, continuing building on my relationship with my wife. I think it, when you're at this stage of life with kids as young as they are, sometimes it's hard. We both work. We're both very busy with our work. Uh, and it's very much Groundhog Day during the week for like the school routine. Um, but having, yeah, having, having this, this, uh, this program to lean into and the thought provoking nature of it, just being able to think about where you are every day and building on your long-term goals and, you know, your, your mission statement before the family mission statement, there was just a general, you know, why are you doing this? Positive end state. And that positive yeah. end state's written on my, you know, wall by my computer. And I remind myself of it regularly. And, um, yeah, that's that's been another big one for me. It's simple as it is, you know, writing down a positive and say it, they seem like simple practices. You know, habit number one and seven habits of highly effective people begin with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. And yet it seems too easy. No, there's got to be a trick. There's got to be. It's like, no, you start with the vision. And once you have the vision and I like your vision, you, you've nailed a lot of these words, right? The stoic father connected to your wife, physically strong, able to maintain regardless of what light throws. Once you have that, then you build a calendar around it. Dan, wrap up. Give us a final thought. Somebody would you would you recommend Bedrock for for other men? Yeah, this will work for anybody that would benefit from some an added layer of discipline and orderliness. If you tend to be, you know, lacking in those two categories, you're honest and take like an honest assessment of where you are uh, with your life. I feel like I'm I'm really building a lot of habits that. I'll be able to carry through and their routines for us now. And, you know, yeah. I don't know if that, if that answered. I cut myself short. Dan, you're struggling to be decisive today. What's going on here? <laughs> Honestly, an early morning start. And I loaded I about, you know, five tons of material into a bin earlier today but you're, and I haven't but, but, eaten but that's, that's what I, <laughs> that's what I want to affirm you. This, this is a, this is a dad. I, I, like I sit at my computer a lot of the day and you're out there working hard, um, physically demanding work. And still you've committed to this journey of self-development. I think that is something that so many men don't do. They use, they use I'm busy or my kids or my wife or the weather or the government or the blah, 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 as, as a way not to find a better version of themselves. And so I just want to affirm you for doing that. And, Affirm you for doing a podcast. This Thanks. is uh, yeah. this has been great, man. Yeah, I, thank you for being here. Yeah, I, I will. <laughs> sorry, add a, a last thought. It's the another great piece for me has been the the discipline to reading. And mind you, my reading, yeah. my format of reading has it's listening to audiobooks. I drive a lot. I have tools in hand a lot. So, and I walk a lot. So, in all those moments where I can, I like to, you know, learn uh, and grow and develop. So the the audio book and the active reading has been really really helpful for me. Great man, mm -hmm. yeah. What time are we lifting tomorrow? Are we going at five or six? Let's put it on the schedule. Uh, this, is our, this is our public accountability. Sure, yeah. Let's do. Tomorrow, let's do six. Tomorrow's fr Friday. Yeah, let's do six o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, yeah man. man.
Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, it's been great. Well, thank you for being here. And um, it's been such an honor to journey with you uh, in this last half hour, but also over the last year, man, you're doing oh, the really great mutual, things for, for sure. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's been an honor to, yeah. to get to know you and to work out with you too. Awesome, brother.